Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD, HD2 to be exact. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program about, well, pretty obviously, food and drink, too, and everything else that goes in between, including all the cooking that needs to be done, all of the people you want to invite, and all the reasons that you want to have folks over to talk about uh, food and have a drink or whatever it is you put together at your own parties. Uh, God bless you, and I'll see you if you ever invite me, and if you do, you will be surprised. Uh, I, I don't know why, but we can think about it. <laughs> Our telephone number is 260-6368. Uh, Mary Ann just let loose with a, a, real, a real giggler there. What was, what was that all about? Never mind. Hi. I don't get even, I don't get clues. 260-6368 is the number. I say that in my sleep, I think. I bet you do. Yeah. So do uh, <laughs> he was just adorable, the little barracuda nice guy. guy. Yes. Very, yes. Very, I'm going to have to go over there. knowledgeable, too. It seemed like he really knew his stuff. Well, apparently he's done a lot of traveling, and he's uh, gotten interested in the cuisine, and I think it's wonderful when someone wants to do something the best that can be done and you know i i have an appreciation for that i also go to places that aren't doing that but it's nice to see someone strive to be the best <clears throat> yeah there's certainly plenty of them out there and uh and always more and i think in all the different ways that you could Put the put the food together to make something new and interesting. Yeah. Anyway, back to what we were talking about, and I do want to get to the fact that it is Elmer Maytag's birthday today. Is it really? Yes. I'll be. The Here son of the founder of the Maytag Corporation, the maker of the washing machines and the other large household appliances, but he started a dairy farm in the 40s, and uh, they developed the blue cheese, and we love Maytag blue cheese and also Maytag cheddar cheese, and have been known to order it for our daughter for Christmas gift <laughs> because she loves it that much. That's good stuff. Yeah, it, it very it was, good stuff. And, and we got to liking it, uh, us in America just generally. I, I can give you a one specific date. I was uh, taking a vacation to Iowa, if you can imagine that, and wound up in uh, Des Moines. And uh, anyway, I saw uh, some of this in action. And uh, you see uh, Maytag everything in that part of the world. Uh, but it's true. I mean, the company that makes two things, <laughs> for the most part, one of them is uh, this uh, machine that will wash all of your, your, uh, your washables. But also, they make blue cheese. <laughs> and it's great. It's among the best around. So if you ever see Maytag blue cheese, don't think that somebody has put a weird label on it. That's, that's for real and always has been. Okay. Something else to think about or not, as you wish. 
260-6368. Back to what we were talking about, which was the coffee pot and beignets Mm. and kala. And kala. We had some kala. Tom, the kala, well, that's not something I would eat anyway, but but I don't get it. It's got cinnamon in it, which I like cinnamon well enough, but I like it in sort of savory Middle Eastern or Indian fare and not necessarily um, in a sweet thing. It was peculiar. I think that's the first time I've ever had a kala. Mm. On the other hand, I don't ever, ever eat beignets, and these no. were really great. I liked them they, a lot. They were, uh, they were uh, I don't want to say. A real handful. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to say heavy, but they are more substantial, substantial than any other I can ever remember. And they were not greasy, which no, I tend to think all. that most beignets I have now are. Let's face it. I'm well, sorry. Is this, is this is this um, blasphemy to say that the two companies that are local, iconic beignet places, in my opinion, are not putting out a very good product anymore? Comes and goes. And... Um, I understand that the place itself is kind of an iconic place. I get that. But it doesn't make up for what I consider to be a really inferior product now. Gosh. Now, wait. What product is it that you're talking about? I'm talking about about the local beignet purveyors that everyone knows as the beignet purveyors. And and this is why I never eat beignets because I don't like them. I just – I find them greasy. I find – I, I don't, you know, I don't find it a pleasant thing to eat. And also, why bother if it's, you know, it's highly caloric and it's not good enough to, to do that. But, um, but I thought this was really a good, a good beignet. It was very big. It was really mm. large. It was puffy, but not, but not um, overwhelming. Flaccid, puffy. It was puffy with a lot of heft in the inside. It had a lot of of um, density to it. And like you said, it was heavy. I don't know if beignets are supposed to be light, but I don't really... You see two kinds. I don't really find the ones that... Uh, I mean, I guess it's just a personal taste thing, but but to me, the beignets that I'm used to getting are sort of concave in the middle where they've puffed up and then sunk it in and then, you know, hold grease. I just, I don't get it. Grease. Oh. I don't get it. <laughs> can I can I throw a couple of uh, maybe slightly unrelated things? Please. Okay. One of them, you just used this uh, this word. I mean this uh, name. I'll get it yet. Uh, you you used this uh, word, F L A C C I D. I did. How do you pronounce it? Flaccid. 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 Is that the way you're supposed to say? Uh, you know, I think you could get away with either one. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that was that was part of it, and uh, okay. Well, now you can live with it. I know. It's. I'll, I'll be thinking about nothing else, Tom. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. What else did you have no, to say? It was, sounded like it was something of great import, which that wasn't. So go ahead. No, no. You're, there you're must right be something else coming. The uh, at the coffee pot today, they were frying up a lot of their uh, a lot of their beignets, obviously. But they also no, Tom. Have, I used it wrong. Flaxid is what they say is the way to pronounce it. Well, I didn't want to make a fool of you. Flaxid. Okay. I wouldn't dream of that. Okay. Where were we? I don't know. 
wait, wait a minute. No, we had something good that we were bouncing around on, but I can't remember what it is now. Oh, well. I was just chased off by the flaccid stuff. Anyway, uh... No, I'm happy that you corrected me, because if I'm running around pronouncing something incorrectly, then I shouldn't be doing that. It's like people who call uh, philo philo. Yeah. Yeah. Or bruschetta instead Br- of bruschetta. Bruschetta. Yes. So I don't want. I don't want to be one of those people. No, of course not. So thank you, Flaxid. You did me a favor because I use that word a lot actually mm. when talking about pizza and stuff like that. No one's corrected me. Go ahead. What? The, the first C is silent. We're told. Thank you. Okay. Or is that Flaxid? <laughs> we will never know. Okay, Flaxid is the Too correct sick. pronunciation. It's is, F-L-A-C-C-I-D. The first C is silent. Okay. Well, I would still I would still use that as well, I guess I don't know. Okay. No. Anyway, thank you, Doug. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Now that we've completely derailed it, where where were we? I don't know. I've completely blown the entire um, conversation. Well, I will I will then jump in and say that I'm looking at your almanac, and the first thing that you have on there is something that I did want to mention, which Chile. is. September is Fettuccine Frenzy Month at Middendorf's. Ah, we have and that a good is reason Wednesdays, for Thursdays, and Fridays only in September and only at Manchac. But if you would like to have Fettuccine at the Slidell new location, you will have to come to our Eat Club, which is next Thursday, the 26th of September. At 5.30, so it's kind of early, <clears throat> but it is $75 all-inclusive. It is at the Slidell location. You will have to call that number, which I will give in a minute, but the menu is first course fettuccine frenzy, second course a taste of Middendorf's, which is the fried thin catfish and shrimp, and the third one is Oktoberfest menu, which is sour braten which is pot roast, sauerkraut, schnitzel, and uh, a pretzel. And then a German chocolate cake for dessert. This is $75 mm-hmm. all-inclusive German beer and wines and tea. Uh, Mindorf's, yeah. Slidell. And, and I've been, uh, I will be there, and uh, whenever I've gone to this in the past, this is not hardly the first time they've done this, uh, I, I move from table to table, giving everybody a chance to throw disregard at me, and we'll, we have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, this is something that started up about 15 years ago. 27 years ago. Well, I was close. No, I guess I wasn't. Uh, the uh, the uh, German menu, uh, the Oktoberfest menu, was something which at the time there was very very little of around New Orleans. A few, a few people celebrated uh, uh, that holiday, and some of them didn't. But uh, they really took it in at, over at Middendorf's. Uh, 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 oh, oh, Bella Luna. No, well, Bella Luna was the name of the of the restaurant, and uh, they they started doing all of those uh, uh, same dishes that you could turn into Oktoberfest uh, dishes. And on top of that, uh, Chef Horst had a thing for fettuccine Alfredo. Now, what we're talking about here is a fettuccine noodle that is very thin. 
very, very thin. It's about as wide as a typical noodle. But other than that, it's really squeezed down, and it picks up so much flavor. It's just the best thing of its kind I know of, and that's a big part of this dinner that we are going to do next. What's the date? Thursday, Thursday. the 26th, Middendorf Slidell. Call the restaurant yourself to make the reservation. It is 985-771-7777. That's Middendorf Slidell next Thursday, the 26th, $75 all-inclusive. Yeah, and I hope to see you there. And please don't uh, be shy about walking up to me and poking me in the nose or whatever it is that uh, gets your gut. 260-6368, 260-MENU. And we'd love to hear from you about anything uh, culinary. And, and I know that word itself, culinary, kind of has a little bit of a, a, a snooty quality to it. But we don't mean that. Uh, we are here to enjoy ourselves. Hope you do so as well. And uh, give us a call and let us know about anything that you have eaten lately that uh, that uh, gets you your your brain going. <clears throat> we also went to Luke today. We did And indeed. had breakfast. Yes. After we had breakfast. <laughs> After we had breakfast and before we had another one. And then was there was the one eating that, morning. Well, Got to generate that content. Mm. Yes, we had the, the beignets and the mimosa. And uh, we might do an eat club there, too, because they have that great space upstairs. Mm-hmm. If you are looking for a small, intimate dining space, in a really cool place, uh, the Cafe Beignet is now going to have uh, that space small, uh, like a little private dinner, and uh, they have a kitchen up there. It's really cool. Uh, they're going to do cooking classes with Kevin Belton, too. Yeah, what a, Kevin is just a kick. He was at the, uh, the uh, what, what do you call it when you have, have this uh, ribbon that going across? The ribbon cutting? Ribbon cutting. He was right at Kevin the Kevin Belton was there? Oh yeah, you can't miss him. He's <laughs> he could be th- really uh, yeah, twenty five blocks mm. away, and you'll still know it's him coming. He's I just didn't <laughs> I didn't see him there. Okay, well oh, I was he, inside. I he was, inside. was definitely there. Believe me. Anyway, uh, yes, that is Great the guy. old we, coffee pot, and now the yeah. new cafe beignet in that mm-hmm. space of the old coffee pot. But the sign is still there. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. Uh, we are talking about various things. I'm going to go back to our report on Luke. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say oh, about Luke? Well, I don't know because it sounds like there's a, a break coming down the back. Okay, of yeah, shirt, we'll so. talk about Luke on the on the way on the other end. Two six zero six three six eight. We are listening to WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. Welcome back. You are listening to the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. You probably have heard that. Let's see. Have we gone over the equinox yet? I don't think so. That's the 23rd. The 23rd. So it's it's leaning towards us. We did have the harvest moon, though. Oh, that was pretty. Uh, Two nights. I didn't see it. Well, it's easy to find if you have a dog. Because if you have your dog outside, the dog sees the harvest moon. This is going to sound unbelievable or crazy, but it's true. And they start barking at the moon like that's a real threat to their problems and and their lifestyles. But uh, anyhow... uh, it's, I love I love the moon, a full moon, coming through the window when you wake up in the middle of the night and you see the, the room illuminated from mm-hmm. the full moon. Yep. I, I know exactly it's what you're lovely. talking about. It's it, lovely. It's really lovely, lovely. Anyway, well, uh, Doug, t- oh, go ahead. What, Tom? A, a short little thing here. Uh, I, I, I was uh, 
getting something out of my car, and I noticed that the bush that is right next to my car. <laughs> why are you laughing? Go ahead. I'm waiting to hear what this uh, goes. It was, um, it had about a dozen, I didn't have time to just count them, but I think a dozen is about right, of Satsumas ready to go. I well, not quite I, ready. They're not quite ready. Oh, you looked at them? Yeah, they're not quite ready. Well, they're, they're so getting, green. It, they're getting. Yeah, I'm hoping that they'll be ready when I come back. Yeah. Uh, while we were off the air, when Doug Doug was telling us that today is National Cheeseburger Day, and according to your almanac, you have it here as National Blue Cheeseburger Day. Well, yeah, so I don't go, know yeah. who is correct, but you had you just, can have both at the same just time. unwittingly you celebrated National Cheeseburger Day today. I did by having a cheeseburger. I did. Uh, we were over at Fry, Fry Meat Company, is what they call it these days. And uh, that's a good uh, little restaurant. And the guy who, Ray uh, Gresky, I think that's his that's name. That's it. Ray Gresky, uh, who I think is a terrific restaurateur. And for a while, he had a place called. Um, uh, oh, he broke the Tom rule. What, the Tom rule? Yep. Which is, oh, yep. using a, a, yep. a, a number. Yeah, tw- uh, 27. Was that Rue 127. Rue 127. Yep. Delicious food. Great looking little place, but little. And uh, as a result of that, they shut down after a while. But they are still in existence under that uh, other name, Fry, F-R-E-Y. It's the same people, that same family that used to sell you uh, all of those deli meats in the supermarket. Anyway, so we, uh, I had uh, some samples of that to make sure it's a, been a good year, you know, like they do in the wine country. Is, is this a good year for uh, uh, meats, for satsumas and all the other things? So uh, over at your house, uh, can you give me a report on that? Are you doing okay with your satsumas, <laughs> with, your, with your squashes, and, or any of the things that uh, become popular uh, getting towards... Of course, we're nowhere near fall, but uh, we're not. Not really. Fall is next week. Yeah, it's it's getting there, and it's. I think we're a ways away for it. Monday is officially yeah. fall. Yes, it does not appear to be fall if you look at the the heat. Yeah, it's definitely still really really hot. Mm-hmm. So Tom, you had a cheeseburger at Fry today, yeah, and you liked it. You had a you had the two patties, what they call the flatties. Uh, it was wasn't my idea. I wanted this one that involved your standard American hamburger. That's what I was after. Well, that's what you got. No, I didn't. I got yes, one that had, had two of them in there, which is certainly not what I wanted, because they were huge. And uh, and all the other accoutrements that came with that were, were very good, I thought. Uh, in fact, that was an, one really great burger. Uh, I'm not. I, that's as far as I'm going to go because I know the Brug, uh, the uh, hamburger enthusiasts on our program, uh, oftentimes have very strong opinions about this and don't believe that I should be talking about hamburgers to begin with. Because yes, because you I are always not, dissing them. Well, I don't think there's big a deal as as everything else in the world. You you have us you have us poor hamburger lovers uh, uh, constrained by your hamburger rules, Tom. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing I don't listen to them. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you had a double patty called a flatty, a flatty at Fry Meat Company, and it had American cheese, which 
I know American cheese is hot on burgers. I know that the Temple of Burgerdom in our city, <laughs> Company Burger, yeah. serves Uh-oh. a cheese uh, slice of American cheese. And I know that Atomic Burger, which I actually do really like, has American cheese yeah. on its burger. Mm-hmm. And I believe that Five Guys has that. I know that Shake Shack has that. So I guess I'm supposed to say yay to American cheese. But I have this, I have this psychological disorder having you to do, do with American cheese, oh, my which goodness, was caused by my mother, Uh-oh, who gave me a sandwich every day in third grade. Mm. Um, that was one slice of American cheese on two slices of white bread with mayo and a pickle. And that was all I had to eat every day for a year in third grade. It was many years before I could ever even look at American cheese. And I can barely eat it now. So I would much prefer to have my burger with cheddar cheese, although I wouldn't even dream of suggesting such a thing at Company Burger. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> the burger was okay. I thought it was, you know, okay. I didn't think it was wonderful like you yeah. did, but I thought it was just okay. Well, I'm glad They're I not doing one, fresh cut know? fries there like they used to. Um, yeah. Although, if you want fresh cut fries, you can get those at the burger. I Easier mean, at the at the barbecue be. place down the street. Blue Oak still does the uh, the fresh cut fries. Anyway, I think fry used to be better. I, I have to say, yeah. and both Mary Lee and I agree on that. that we we think that fry used to be better. Okay, and Luke, we went to Luke, which was completely empty, and um, yeah, and they, had a they, they had breakfast construction there. going on right next to the yeah, building. Yeah, that was awful, and it was kicking off a lot. Like if of you noise. walked out of a drawer, you would fall down <laughs> into Boom. this. Yeah, it's a good thing that you they, know. They had one guy was, who had a flame torch that was about oh, yeah. a foot long, and yeah. I'm. And let me pretty much walk into the middle of it, although I managed to pull away before anything happened. Uh, but uh, I'm so th- useful to you, Tom. You are. <laughs> I'm, I'm. Anyway, I'm whatever it was you said just now. You too. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh-huh. we went to uh, Luke for breakfast because the menu looked really good online, but it turned out that that was, I don't. I don't know. The waitress said that was like the the room service menu. Which why would that be online? Mm. But um, I guess but if you're doing it, it was only a small portion of the things that were on the online menu. And Tom got Pan Purdue, which he did not really care for. And I got um, I got the breakfast, the two eggs over, however you like. And I did like what I had. I thought the grits were especially good. Everything was cold, so I guess the waitress didn't notice it for a while. But the grits had a really nice flavor and a really great texture, and I wish they had been hot. I would have really liked them. They also did a um, a house andouille that was served with Benton's bacon. I'll talk some more about that breakfast because it, it bears a little bit more um, of a report yeah, than, yeah, than yeah. I can give it. we have a caller? We do. It's uh, Stephen. Stephen? Hello. Hello, Well, I assume you're going to California, so have a good time. Thank you. Okay, and don't have much to say, but 
I like white American cheese by Land Lakes. So that's completely different than yellow yes. American cheese. Yes, but so. I think if you put white and American cheese together and melted it down and put a bunch of um, jalapeno and chorizo in it, you could have queso, which I'm still thinking yeah. about from our conversation with Barracuda. Well, I mean, there is yellow American cheese and white American cheese, and I yes. very definitely prefer and won't eat the yellow American cheese unless it's served on a hamburger in a restaurant. Yes. In my house, it's white American cheese by Lander Lakes. There's no American cheese in this house at all. But I do appreciate <laughs> the idea that there could be something palatable about American cheese. I will investigate the white one. I used to like it a lot when I was uh, in my teens. And then yeah. one day it said, why am I eating this? And then I it's went back. It's a food product. It's a food product. Food product. That's right. I don't want to with... eat food yeah, products. Yeah. So how about yeah. just plain old food? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What okay. else you got on your list, well, Stephen? That's it. And just you have a good time with your grandkids. A short list. And you with your mom. When are you leaving for your trip with your mom? Uh, uh, I haven't made the reservations, but the second week in October. Ah, okay. All right. Well, then we'll okay. talk before then. Thank you, Stephen. Two six zero six three six eight. So the breakfast that I had... Yep. Had two sunny eggs mm -hmm. that were cooked exactly as I asked, perfectly. Yeah. Good, good, good. You know, when I get a fried egg, mm -hmm. I'm not good at cooking no. eggs because, no. as you have been so correct and um, and vociferous about describing this to people, I have only two cooking speeds. <laughs> one is off, uh, off, and one is high. Yeah, there. There's no middle. There's yeah. no middle there. Uh -huh. Now that isn't true in like a really serious, like a wolf range or something like that, because you could kill yourself on high. But so I do use medium there. But um, but for you know all intents and purposes. Uh, it's high for me, and this is why my hash browns are so good, but eggs, not so much. Mm. So I like when I order sunny eggs, and they're actually sunny, and sunny. they have a little, just a little... Yesterday that my life was filled with rain, sunny... Oh, excuse no, me. No, 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 no. Just go ahead and wait yeah. for it. I'll just <laughs> wait for it. There's no point in continuing to uh, talk while you're singing, so go ahead and finish. Well, it's just a little extra something from yeah. the food show. There you go. Yeah. All right. So, um, so the sunny eggs have a little crust around the edge, just like mm. a little rim. I like eggs like that. I, I, I think of them as doilies. <laughs> anyway, um, so I had the two sunny eggs that had that quality, and then a biscuit that I thought was good. And they had a house-made andouille, which was really quite good, and Benton's bacon, which I don't understand. A lot of people don't, but uh, the people who really like it really and like it. I know, and I see it around, and whenever it's, it's I hard. see well, not only is it hard, but if you look at it, it looks unreal. It kind of looks like um, a little tyke's bacon, you know? Yeah, I can buy that. And um, and it's not it's not bad. It's just I don't get it. I just don't get it. But but well, I know it's expensive and it 
makes a statement for sure. Well, I'll give you the statement in just a moment. Well, there were two. Yeah. There were and two. The one too. Yeah. There were two slices of it with uh -huh. the undoing, and I'll talk some more about it after we take a break. Right. Our program is sponsored <clears throat> by New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. I remember the first time I went into their kitchen. The um, actually, the, the, it was the guys that owned the place. It was beyond being the chef or the manager, or any of that, and they showed me how they were frying their seafood, mostly catfish. And it only took a couple of seconds to realize that how simple this was and how effective it was. And, and namely, that when they perceived that there was anything in the oil that they were cooking the, uh, the catfish in, that it was not oily in any way, it was not so dark that you couldn't identify what it was. And in fact, it was just crisp and, and perfect. And how, the reason they got it to that point is uh, just simply that when they detected any touch of browning in the oil, they would take it out. They would either strain it out or they would just pitch it out and start with a new go-round of the oil for doing the fried catfish. That's what they do. And I think if you go over there and have that for lunch or, or dinner or wherever, instead of a burger this time, or get both of them, who knows, uh, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, that's what they're doing to be what they are. We will... Char-grilled oysters, 10 char locations. Oh, yeah. Char-grilled char oysters have appeared over there, and uh, there are 10 locations around town. Thanks for reminding me. And uh, shall we take a break, or do we need yeah, to? Yeah, okay, we should. will return with more of the food show in a moment. But first, please, this. Welcome back. You are listening to the food show. Thank you for doing so. It's always nice hearing from you. Anything to report, Marianne? No. <laughs> that was a perfect answer. Thank Usually, you isn't for it? That. No, no, no. You're sharpie. Anyway, uh, the way we work around here is we'd love to hear from you about anything that you've had to eat, that you're trying to cook, uh, any any wine you've in, uh, run into any place or something I that happened to, to you. I tried to cook last night that was you very did? sad. Oh, well, it was how come? very sad. What happened? Tell Daddy. What happened was I um, decided that we were we were not going to go out. We when we decided we weren't going to go out, I. Um, embarked upon um, cooking. So I went out to go get some. I decided I felt like pasta would be good. Mm -hmm. So I went out to go get pasta because we don't keep any in the house. And I went and got some. I got pasta and parsley. <clears throat> pasta and parsley? Yeah, so I mm. could do some garlic pasta. So, because I knew that I had this Parmesan cheese from when we did the reshoots on the kids' show. So, I um, I went ahead and, and figured out that this would be just available to me. Mm -hmm. So, I go ahead and cook the pasta and the garlic and the parsley and the crushed red pepper flakes. By the way, this menu, I mean, this recipe is on nomenu.com today. Good. And um, I, I get it done. It's really good. And then I go to get the, the cheese and grate it, and I realize that the cheese is all moldy. Oh, so don't we had you no, hate that. So we had no other cheese 
So this wonderful garlic pasta was missing an essential ingredient, which is the grated Parmesan on top. <clears throat> oh, that is a that is a loss. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number, and um, and we are waiting for you to call us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? Two six zero six three six eight. Uh, let's see, where else did we go? Uh, we did a lot of eating around today, and uh, we couldn't possibly have touched on all of them, huh? Um, That's, or was there more? No. 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 No, okay. no we did. We did. Uh, we went to. We went to the the uh, the ribbon cutting. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we went to um, Luke for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we went to Fry for lunch. Well, uh, it was a good day. Yeah. And it was a, a, a lovely day, but a little on the hot side. Still, after all this, it just keeps coming. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway, 260-6368 is the number. Uh, I, I finished, I think, with the Benton bacon, uh, which uh-huh. I <clears throat> I don't like particularly. But the breakfast would have been, I think, actually really good if it had been even remotely warm, which it was not. Mm. And I think that was just a case of maybe it just sitting there. I don't know if it was delivered by our waitress or by someone else, but... Um, <clears throat> But that was uh, that was the story on that. Two six zero six three six eight. What else do we have in our um, the uh, the the uh, calamari critique? No, that's I'm just making. The what? Uh, I'm I'm looking at it now, and for some reason, uh, all the entries in here have kind of whacked out. Uh, let's see. Uh, today is uh, Nicholas Beats. We, we choose on him because beets, you know, beets, food. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. This was a guy uh, who was uh, uprooted today in 1814. And why would he have been uprooted? He was a writer. <laughs> well, uh, boy, that, boy, that was a, a total waste of my time and yours. 2606368. Call right now. You'll get right in. Let me uh, say a few more words about our Eat Club the Eat Club, first of all, it's not really a club. Everybody's open to it. We first started doing it in the late 1960s, excuse me, 1990s, uh, when I was doing this show already back then. Uh, and uh, I had an idea that if I were to uh, uh, kind of recruit the people who listen to our show, we could get more of them uh, giving us more information. And that did, in fact, prove to be the case. And uh, we suddenly started hearing from uh, lots of other people that we wouldn't have expected to hear otherwise. So uh, uh, Mike is here. Mike, welcome to the Food Show. Hello. 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 Oh, had, what's uh, the matter with dinner, where you at? Had dinner at Pardo's last night. Yeah. Oh, oh you know what? We would have almost run into you because we thought about going to Pardo's last night. How was it? Huh. Well, you probably wouldn't have, because it was a special dinner, and I was in the wine room. Oh, okay. So we probably wouldn't have run into each other, but we might have. Uh-huh. But it was a dinner featuring Louis the Thirteenth cognac. No kidding. Which, which was really incredible. But this is only my second time there at the new location, mm-hmm. and the first time 
I liked it, but I had some trepidations. But last night it was a special menu. It was all prefixed, and it was really, really incredible. Every course oh, was just delicious. Uh, uh, I'm, look, I'm looking at the menu because each dish was so complex that it was hard to, to trust the memory. But I'll, I'll be brief. The first one was lump crab jewels, avocado blini, uh, pristine ocetra caviar, roasted corn butter. Second oh. course was potato crusted monkfish, eggplant fennel hash. Third course was braised shark ribs, phyllo beggar's purse. Rogue smoke blue cheese. What's a, what's a beg? Oh, I know what a beggar's purse is. It usually has something expensive in it. May, like well, made out of phyllo. Yeah, oh. just the, the braised short rib was inside the phyllo dough in this yeah. case. And fourth course was Turner dough Rossini, pan fried foie gras, black truffle. Classic. And, Classic. Dish. Yeah. And there were wines paired with all the courses, and I, I have to tell you, I was really expecting to be underwhelmed by the Louis the Thirteenth. Anything mm-hmm. that's associated with that much hype almost never lives up to expectations. <laughs> yep. But the and... truth of the matter is I could have spent an evening just with the the, the, the uh the glass in front of me just sniffing it the whole night. The aromas were just unbelievable. God, you guys are I mean, easily pleased. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. can, can I mean I you know can I ask you, because I know you know the answer to this, would you dis- describe what Louis Thirteenth Cognac is, why would you like it, and what's uh, what about it is truly unusual, and that has a good answer to it. Uh, and, All right. Uh, it sounds it's, like it's a, you know. It's definitely a luxury item. And what it is, many, many decades ago, they started – I don't know if the term Solera system is apropos for cognac. It certainly is with sherry and some things like that. But basically what it boils down to is you have these old reserves that, in this case, date back to 100 years ago of wines that were made. Right. I mean, the complexity from that type of aging is really unparalleled. And, uh, again, you know, I mean, I used to drink Corvassier when I was a kid, and I remember, you know, it burning my throat when it was going down. <laughs> this this was so smooth and so mellow and so refined and so complex. And, I mean, obviously at that price point, we got a very, very modest service. The, the fellow that – the guy – I can't think of the name of the business that owns all these companies. It's a luxury, a luxury uh, business services and goods but they own Remy Martin is what it boils down oh, to. Oh, Louis Vuitton? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So uh, this guy was a representative of Remy Martin, you know, for this particular product. I guess he goes all over the world doing these dinners and highlighting it. I think it's but, LVMH. Is it Louis right. Vuitton Moe Hennessy? Mm. It probably is. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have never had the opportunity to taste this stuff. Uh, it's currently selling for about $2,800 a, a bottle. And the fellow mentioned that if you were lucky enough to find it in a, in a, in a bar. And actually, I actually saw it. It comes in a Baccarat crystal decanter. Yeah. And I, I saw it I saw it sitting on a pedestal the night we went to Rizzuto's. And I thought, oh, my God, you know, who, who has the, the wherewithal to, to be able to afford this? But he told me in a restaurant environment, it typically would sell for about $200 an ounce. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, if I can quote myself here for a moment, uh, the, the, there's something you should always take in mind. 
no matter what, do not ever say these words in any kind of food service or bar situation. And that is... Give me the, to, give me the best cognac you got. Don't, don't ever <laughs> say those words. Give me the best cognac you've got. And because well, this, know. this could be, what, about a hundred and a half <laughs> per shot? Yeah. Well, well Marianne, I, I know... I know Marianne's a fan of serendipity, and that's exactly what I, I, I attribute this this experience to, is just being at the right place at the right time. I am a fan and, of serendipity, yes. Yeah, I never would have had a chance to. And, and you know, again, I, I was expecting to be underwhelmed. I thought, well, you know, it's going to be good, but it's not going to be that good, you know. And certainly it's not good enough for me ever to lay out that kind of money, but it was it was yeah, a unique yeah. experience. That's the best way I can put it. But well, the, the really the really reason I called is I want you to know Pardis is absolutely capable I'm of five-star. So I'm so glad. I'm so glad because I loved the old Pardos. Loved it, loved right. it, loved it. And then when he moved into the new space, I loved the space. It's fabulously gorgeous. But the food just took a nosedive. And I just, yeah. we haven't been in a really long time because I just, I, I'm not motivated to go. So I'm really glad to hear this. It's I'm probably time to revisit, to you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Very good. Okay, right, have had, a good evening. I had, I had one more uh, anecdote what, about what? the uh, Louis the Thirteenth. Right. Okay. Okay, so uh, one day, uh, uh, no, wait, 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 it wasn't one day, I was at Martin Wine Cellar, and there was a a woman who, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure she's not there anymore, just, this is quite a long time ago. Um, uh, Go ahead. (laughs) Um, I, uh, I kept asking her for a date. And she never would go out with me. And then we got to be Christmas time. So and, sad. <laughs> and uh, she uh, she came over with a box, and she handed me the box and left. And I um, opened up the box, and it was Louis the Thirteenth. Oh, you serious? And I, I'm st- I still have some in the bottle. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, uh, it really was unbelievable, and every part of it, and, uh, well, you That's never probably know. just a peace offering. Maybe it was like an understated uh, agreement well, that you would never ask her out no, again. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> it was just never. It, that, I, it that's, went, cool. It was, that's cool. That's cool. But, uh, you know, this is what we get from that gang over there. Hey, you, you, may, you may have been better off with the Louis Thirteenth than you would have been with the date. So feel good well, about I, it. Well, you know, I, 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 I think so. I, I'm just uh, rolling the dough on that one. All right. Have a good evening. True story. Right. But uh, the, you ought to see right. this, uh, this bottle, uh, folks, that it comes in. It really is a, a, a crystal bottle. It was, uh, what's, what's the name, the, the brand name of that? It's Fer- Baccarat. Gregory. Gregory is over here. Uh, Gregory, welcome. Hello, you guys. Hi, hi. Boy, oh, hey. boy. That that was a great call. Um, that, um, <laughs> Louis, awesome. no, no. I mean, that's something that I'm I'm a specialist, you know, and that kind of stuff. And that Louis the 13th, it's it's quite stuff. But it's it's only kept in one specific cast. It's aged just that long in that same wood. Although they do rotate the calf, you know, to kind of, yeah. you know, let it breathe in and out. 
But uh, and uh, as far as sherries and fine ports, they are on a solera, which you know means you know like the sun, it rotates like the sun. And it goes into a starts out in a in a large cask, and then they switch it into smaller smaller casks, and it actually just goes around the whole kinto, which is the cellar that they. Uh, and I've actually been there to where they make those fine sherries, and uh, even in Portugal where they make those ports, which are some of my favorites. And I, I, I know that you like ports, huh? And, uh, I do. I like port and, for uh, all the things that you can do with it. Yes, I think yeah. it's uh, it's just a. I think it's one of the finest uh, examples of what you can do with fine wine and a little bit of brandy, as far as port and sherry. I just, I just I still love sherry. As sherry, sherry baby. <laughs> That'll yeah, be enough I like of that. that sherry too. I like that sherry too. Listen, guys. Um. I, I want to tell you, I was I was a little miffed because um, yesterday, instead of y'all repeating the show, it went to that stupid sports. So I hope when I'm in the hospital the next four days, I don't have to worry about, you know, because oh, I might well, miss. <laughs> yesterday, well, it went right to sports better. at 5 o'clock. Well, so the, I, the, sh- the station is having technical difficulties. Let's leave oh, it at issues? that. Oh, okay. And okay. it's going to be going on for a while, and it's uh, it's already been going on for about two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys don't have a podcast right now. And so I know. Us, I know. us, us uh, poor people, especially us going into the I hope hospital. we don't do anything really great. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we just, no, we just rely on that uh, extra broadcast because... Some of us actually like to um, hear the show over again in case we miss something, believe it or oh not. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> believe it or not. Yeah. You're so not worth yeah. it. No, no you certainly are. true. I anyway, uh, listen, um, I should be all well. I signed up for um, I signed up for, uh, for uh, the E-Club. Oh. Yeah, so I should oh, be in Friedel there. So mm-hmm. I, I'm really looking forward to the uh, to the uh, to the schnitzel and, of course, the catfish and, and of course, the fettuccine. And just yeah. and um, and uh, just seeing the chef himself. I haven't seen him in so long, and so that'll be nice. The restaurant is fabulous. If you've not been, I've not been to the Slidell yeah. location You're yet. You're gonna love it. Gonna it's really be beautiful. Double, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a double whammy for me. Yeah. But um, anyway, I guess I'll just have to keep listening like a poor guy and just try to catch both hours. Anyway, um, speaking of Sherry, just in case you want to know, um, uh, it's it's. It's it's almost that season, and there are some fantastic Spanish cherries that we have right now. It's, uh, you it's, know, just just to let you know, there it's are an underrated underrated product. There's very so underrated. many things you could do with it. It, it. Not to mention, it's great to entertain with, but it's of course to cook with. And don't buy anything you wouldn't drink to cook there with. You, you know go. what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I'm talking about stuff that's, you know, 10, 15 years old under $25 right now. So, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, just delightful to entertain with and, of course, to cook with. But anyway, I could talk about well, maybe, maybe we'll have you uh, on to talk about holiday stuff. Well, I've when been it gets trying to get closer. on that show for years, Tom. You just okay. gives me the brush off. <laughs> okay. What? Actually. All right. Um, well, Gregory, good luck tomorrow. Stuff. All right, hey, yeah, thank you guys, and um, I'll I'll be in touch after the hazy stuff tomorrow and Friday. I'll try to call you guys on Monday, huh? All right, all right, Great. take care. Good luck. Good luck. So long, you guys. Love you both. Right. Bye. Bye, bye. You. you too. It's the food show. Prayers for Gregory tomorrow. Surgery. Have you noticed that our program lately has had a lot of these very friendly 
friendly reports and visits. I seem to that seems to be how it's going uh, for me anyway. And um, I thank uh, everybody who listens to us for that, for being there and just talking about stuff. It's like a little family. It's a little community. I know that sounds corny, but it's true. No, it is. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly how I see it. That is what you represent. You're our fearless leader, our guru. (laughs) Now you see, here we go, right into the water. Whoosh. Goodbye. Uh, All right, so tomorrow... Uh, Daniel, the gourmet cellist, will be here. One of my favorite people. And then on Friday, Allie Lofton. One of my favorite people as well. I know, Tom. What about me? Am I one of your favorite people? Uh, (laughs) It it depends. You're trading me for your favorite people. Depends on how I'm abusing you at the moment. You don't know how close you've gotten. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Well, uh, that uh, takes care of. Call Middendorf's 985-771-7777 if you want to get in on the Eat Club. It's a week from Thursday, the 26th of September. $75 all-inclusive. Great menu. Really terrific place. The Middendorf Slidell. I'll see you on Monday, mm-hmm. everyone. You sure will. Good night. It's it's Count Basie playing in the background. You can't resist this piece of music. Listen to it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.